The education sector in Australia is highly exposed to the international education market. So one of the key trends and key issues in the sector in Australia is the number of international students who are able to study here. We have seen uh, some risks to the sector in recent years where uh, students who have been unable to travel to Australia, you know, obviously are no longer enrolled in Australian institutions. We've also got, and this has been the case for years, we've also got uh, sovereign issues. So anytime there's trade tensions or uh, diplomatic relations um, that become a bit frayed with certain countries, which we've seen in, at different times, um, we do see an impact on the number of students from those countries who are willing to study onshore in Australia. Uh, and, and we also see that the industry can be swayed very much by the visa settings that the federal government puts in place. So there, there are some risks there to the sector but around international students. But um, by and large, many universities, many training providers, and of course, many private schools uh, still have a focus on attracting international students uh, who can come on shore, who can live and work, if they're old enough, live and work in Australia uh, while they're studying. And we also do see, you know, the research shows some benefit to the Australian students by studying with international students. So there's, a, there's that social context as well. From an economic and a business perspective, we also see some change in demand for childcare uh, driven by the number of particularly females in the workforce. Uh, so where we see fewer females in the workforce, typically we would see fewer children in childcare. So for the childcare industry, that's another economic those indicator or, or factor, which is an issue. Uh, and that, you know, childcare in particular is very much um, impacted by government subsidies. So for many Australians, childcare is not affordable unless it is subsidised by government. And historically, you know, particularly in the last sort of five to 10 years, we've seen some fairly big subsidies for childcare. So any change to those policy settings? And, and we do see an impact on the industry. Workforce or the availability of skilled workforce is another key issue for the sector. So whether it's teachers, you know, for schools, uh, academics uh, for universities, uh, or even uh, childcare workers, the availability of those workers is something which can very much affect the industry. And where we've had restrictions on travel, we've also seen some impact on those educational institutions. You know, if you don't have uh, a teacher, you can't have a class. So the industry is very much exposed to any shortages in workforce. And we do see that impacting on the sector in a, in a patchy way, because what you'll often find is that metropolitan um, institutions, you know, whether it's a university in a capital city or, you know, a, a private school based in a suburban fringe even, is often finds it much easier to attract a skilled workforce than, you know, a childcare centre, 12-hour drive, uh, you know, out in the country. So we, we do see these sorts of issues affecting the industry in different ways. And of course, the other, the other key trend and issue facing the sector at the moment is demographic changes. So clearly a lot of education is around uh, certain age groups. And, you know, primary and secondary schooling is, is obviously you need to be a certain age to engage in that schooling. And so where you see shifts in demographics, you do see an impact on uh, the operators in those areas. So you'll often see childcare centres uh, cropping up in growth areas 
And then I suspect uh, as uh, the demographics in a certain area start to taper down and maybe there's fewer families and fewer young children, you do see shifts in the demand, which will, will continue to affect operators in certain places. We are seeing a growing trend in online education. So much more usage of digital tools and online workspaces and technology uh, to augment learning. And for many institutions, particularly in the vocational education or in the uh, university sector, so adult education, we particularly see a lot more providers who are expanding their capability in this space and, and using that capability to reach a wider audience. So you, don't, you no longer have to necessarily go into your university lectures. Or maybe you do, but it's only once a year or twice a year. So training providers are using those channels to reach a, a much bigger audience um, and give students a much bigger choice.